Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. So today is Wednesday, not Tuesday. It is the 18th, not the 17th. Yes, that means I'm a day late, and my apologies. My podcast will either be (laughs) on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. I got to throw that out there because um, sometimes I get so boggled down. Like yesterday, I got up. 4.45, went to the gym, worked out, came home, showered, got ready for work, went to work, didn't get home until six something, quickly made some dinner for me and my husband, and I was exhausted. Um, It was my first day back to a routine, you know, getting up, going to the gym, so on and so forth. So I was in bed by 8.30. So here it is Wednesday, but I'm getting it done. And I hope everybody is well into the new year and just having uh, the time of your life. 2023 is your year. Claim it. It's your year. It's your year. It's your year. And if you don't say it, then it won't be true. So today, while um, after I worked out, I was getting ready for work and this song kept popping in my head. And um, I was like, wow, this would be a great podcast. How many of you know the song Friends? Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, you know, if you know the song, you know the song. I don't need to uh, scare anybody off with my singing. But anyway, that song was just in my mind this morning for some reason. And it made me think, man, you know, How many of us do have friends? And I don't mean people who say they're our friend, but we hardly ever speak to them or you can't depend on them or they only reach out to you when they need something or you only reach out to them when you need something. I mean, friends. I mean, somebody, if it was two o'clock in the morning and you picked up the phone, you were having an anxiety attack and they answer, they won't curse you out for calling them at two o'clock in the morning. I mean... The type of person, when you call them, they don't send you the voicemail and never check the voicemail to see what you said. I mean, the type of friend that when your phone rings, you don't automatically know, oh, this is such and such calling me. They must need something. I mean, friends. I mean, when you're going through something, they'll go to the throne for you and they'll they'll get down on their knees and they'll pray like they're praying for themselves. I mean, friends that you can call them two, three, four, five in the morning. They're going to be there for you. Maybe not in distance, but you know, they're going to answer or they're going to call you back and they're going to be really concerned with why you were calling them that time of the morning. I mean, when you have something great going on in your life, you reach out to them and you let them know the greatness going on in your life and they applaud you. They're happy for you. I mean, friends, God-given friends. I'm sure I've had my share of people who loved me more than I loved myself that I didn't treat the way I should have treated. But that goes both ways. I've had people that I really cared for that didn't treat me the way I deserve to be treated. You know, um, people I've actually cried real tears over when I had to end the friendship because... I will end a friendship. If I see that 
you're not a real friend to me and you don't really have any real care or concern for me or your whole goal in life is to compete with me and you know there's no real sisterly love or sister brotherly love I will end it and there have been a couple of times it hurt me tremendously but you know the truth is what you show me and what you show me is what I'm going to believe and I'm going to believe what's a fact so if you're only reaching out to me when you feel like it or when you need something it's a fact you're not really my friend I'm yours you know if 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 your hand's always out or you're always looking to see what I'm doing so you can one-up me, you're not a friend. You're a competitor. I can only be in competition with myself, you guys. You know, I'm at an age, I'm, I'm not trying to be in competition with people I care about. I want to be there for people I care about and I want them to be there for me. So I was thinking there was this young lady and it also made me think how I come across to my friends. That's important. People always say, I don't care what nobody thinks of me. That's a lie. We all care about what people think about us. Now, we care about more thoughts than others. You know, uh, somebody we that means nothing significant in our life, they don't really care for us. We might wonder why. We just might not go out of our way to find out why, because they're not significant in our life. But I, I had a friend. And I really like this person. And um, the our manager called a meeting one time and he wanted to chastise her in front of all her equals. All of us were managers at the time or supervisors, I can't remember. And he called all of the supervisors slash managers into the room at the same time to chastise her. Well, this happened at a time when my husband I almost lost him. You know, he was in a very bad car accident of one, him in a tree, and the tree won, and he was in ICU. And so I was already upset that I have to sit in this meeting while you're publicly, you're, you're chastising my friend, but you're making me sit through this when I could be at the hospital with my husband. So I remember when he was done, I said, is that it? And he said something and I said it again, is that it? And he was like, that's it. So I left and I went to the hospital. Well, you know, time goes on and I noticed that she's not speaking to me anymore. I speak, you know, she's very short and she goes on about her business and I'm the type of person I'm not throwing myself on anybody. And so we didn't speak for months. We didn't speak for months. And one day I just asked her what happened. And she brought that situation up. But the way she seen it was, I was saying, is that it? As in, come on, tell us more she's done. Tell us more ways. And I told her, you're absolutely wrong. Why would I? Number one, I'm not that type of person with people I don't even care for. But you were my friend. Why would I try to humiliate you more? And you knew my situation. So I felt some kind of way that she didn't come to me and talk to me. But at the same time, I realized she was going through something then. And we squashed it. When I say we squashed it and moved on, it is the first time in history, my history, that I had a situation with somebody. And we were able to get right back to where we were and even be better friends. 
even better friends. So our friendship continued, continued until one day, I was over her by then. I'm a director and she's a manager and um, something happened with her team and I don't remember. She was out of the office and I talked to her team and then I talked to her and she was upset about some things and she wanted to be on a conference call with her team and me. And so I was like, no problem. So her team comes to me and they, they're petrified of her. You know, they're just scared of her. And they didn't really want to be on the call, but I smoothed everything out. And the next day I called her to tell her that, and she was livid. Why am I trying to keep her from being on a conference call with her team? And she goes on and on. And and then she calls me later and says, I talked to my team and we're all on the same page and you're not being honest and you did this and you did that. And she's screaming. Now I'm her, I'm her direct supervisor. So... I'm a very calm person. I don't scream. I don't raise my voice. But when she was done, you know, I I told her, listen, I have no reason to ever lie to you. But when I see you, we'll talk about it face to face. And I disconnected that call. But I also disconnected the friendship because I realized she was my friend. I I really liked her. But for some reason, she didn't trust me. And it was easy for her to believe I would throw her under a wagon wheel and run her over and then back up and run her over again. Then to think, no, Sonya's not like that. So it made me wonder, because it's not the first time somebody accused me of something I didn't say or do. What kind of aura, what kind of things do I seethe? from my soul to make people think I'm like that? Or is it not me? So it just really made me think of that situation today when I was thinking of that song. I'm blessed to have friends. I am blessed to be able to call. As a matter of fact, before I decided to do this quick podcast, because it is going to be a quick one today, I tried to call a friend to let her know about something that happened today with my my job. So um, it's somebody I'll share with and she will answer every time. Even if I called her two, three in the morning, she would know something's wrong. She's going to answer that call and she's going to do everything I said earlier. Friends like that are few, far in between. So if you have a friend, if you have a friend, a God-given friend, value them like you value your children, like you value your pet, like you value your spouse, like you value your parents, value them. It's not easy to get real friends. I'm telling you, a million people will be like, oh, that's my friend. Ask them next, oh, when did you last speak to them? Oh, when when did you guys last hang out? When did you do anything together? Because I promise you, my idea of a friend and the next person's might not be equal. And I'm not an easy person to befriend. I'm an extremely easy person to associate with. It's better to call me your associate than your friend. Because I am not easy to call somebody my friend. 
It's not easy for me. I've been hurt too many times. It's not easy. I've hurt too many people. It's not easy. I used to say, God's going to punish me for the way I've treated some people in the past. By giving me somebody that I'm just absolutely crazy about and then they do me like I've done other people. However, I've apologized and my apologies were accepted from the people I've wronged. And I have been wronged and no apology. So that is what it is. But sometimes you just think, oh my gosh, you know, this is too, this person's too cool to be real. And you start thinking about what you've done to people. I've been there. Some people don't care. They don't care what they've done to people and probably do it to the next person too. Don't be that person. But whatever your concept of friendship is, be that and accept nothing less. Don't become pockets for somebody. They only call when they need something. They only reach out when they need something. You know, I, I'm noticing social media is full of fake pimps and, and pimpettes. You know, they pop in their collars and they, they act like they're living the best life ever. And it's all smoke and mirrors. Because every time you turn around, they need something. And then you go look at Facebook and you're like, yeah, but you just traveled to three different places and you got on new outfit every picture, but you don't have money for your car note. I'm not that kind of friend. I'm not that kind of friend, but I am the kind of friend. I know you're doing the best you can. And you don't have money for your car note. You need to borrow it. I'm that type of friend. Smoke and mirrors, you guys. True friendship. What is your definition of a friend? What are you going to give somebody that you want to call friend? Are you going to give them time? Are you going to give them positive energy? When they call you in a bad mood and they're talking crazy and reckless? Are you going to feed them with some positivity and bring them back down off the ledge so that they know, you know, the way you're thinking now, this is going to pass. There's nothing but clear skies ahead. You're in a gloom right now. You're in a valley. Let me pull you out, my friend. You have friends who you call when things are bad and they bandwagon with you and they keep they're, they're not doing it on purpose now, but they keep you in that valley. They get down in there with you. It ain't like they're up there on the cliff and they got their foot on your neck. They jump down in that valley with you and y'all tongue wrestle back and forth about why this is so bad. Telling you guys that is a toxic friend. That's the friend you don't call when you're going through something bad. Remember that. That's a toxic friend. A good friend, when you call them and something's bad, they might agree with you and they might say, I hear you and I understand. But they're going to pray and they're going to tell you something positive to make you see some light in those dark clouds. You and your your mate get into an argument. They're gonna not going to say, I knew they weren't no good anyway. You could do so much better. Get rid of them. Because 
when things clear and they're better. You're not going to want to tell that friend because that friend has already told you to get rid of that person. They didn't think they were any good anyway. And they said all these bad things about your mate. That's why I don't talk about any issues. And, and I've said this before, and I promise it's a true story. Me and my husband have never been in an argument. We don't see eye to eye all the time, but we sit down and we talk. And we either understand where each other's coming from, and one of us jumps ship to the other one's side, or we agree to disagree. But we've never had an argument. Never a foul word. No cursing, no yelling, nothing. But if we had, if we had, first person I'm going to talk to is God. And if I really, 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 really feel like I need to talk to somebody, if I'm led to, there's only two people I'm going to call. And I probably have over five, four, four thousand people in my phone. There's only two I'm going to call. Because they're going to talk to me in love, in like, in kind, and they're going to make me feel better than I felt when I hang up that phone. I'm going to be in a better place when I hang up than I was when I called them. That's a friend. I'm not saying the other one's not a friend. I'm just saying they're a toxic friend. That's who you don't call when you're going through something. Definitely not saying they're not a friend because they could have your back a million ways backwards. They just like it when you're mad or upset. I actually have a friend, a toxic friend, who used to want me to beat up people. You know, it was just a, and she'd always say she'd bring in the popcorn, you know, and it's funny. And I know she loves me. I know she loves me. She cares about me. But when I got something going on negative, I'm not going to call her. I'm not going to call her because she's going to fuel my fire. And when I hang up with her, I might end up getting myself into some trouble or, or doing something I'm going to regret. I never use words I regret, though. I don't curse at people. I don't call them out of their name. You know, I don't say anything I can't back up. But, but in the past, I have just closed the door on people that I shouldn't have closed the door on because of a misunderstanding or I just was in a dark place myself and just didn't want to be bothered with people. So, you know, you guys, I told you this was going to be short and I am ending it. Just know what you call a friend and make sure that your definition of a friend and their definition is equally yoked. <laughs> it's on the same, you look it up in the dictionary and they're side by side. Um, and if you have one friend, that is awesome. If you have two, you're more blessed than most. You have people who say 20 people are their friends. And when they really, really, really look at it and think about it and put the the, the personality and the attributes and the, the everything that that friend brings to the table, that person they labeled a friend, they'll probably have none. They have a lot of associates or one. But if you have two, you're more blessed than more, most. And if you have more than two, <laughs> you're an outstanding person and you've been blessed. All right? 
I want to thank you guys for taking the time, and especially Belgium. I don't know who it is in Belgium, but I hope you guys one day email me or, you know, anybody from Belgium. I would love that. Email me, sonya.artist at ymail.com. That's S-O-N-Y-A dot A-R-T as in tango, I-S at ymail or sonya.mcqueen69 at outlook.com. Belgium is my number two listening area. It's my number two listening area. Hutchinson, Kansas was my number one for a while, and I know who to thank for that. But now it's um, Kansas City area is my number one. And I can just imagine how far and wide that reaches because that's where I moved here from. So I appreciate Kansas City, but I especially appreciate Belgium. And China is number 12. China is over even higher up on the list in Miami where I live, um, Fort Lauderdale area where I live. So I'm, I'm truly blessed and I'm extremely humbled by this because I, I still really don't um, advertise this. I post it on my Facebook page and that's absolutely it. So I appreciate everybody who shares my podcast. I appreciate the few emails I've received. And I did tell you guys my newsletter was coming out. It'll be next month because there are people who promised to write articles that did not. And I really don't feel like I have enough for the newsletter, but it doesn't matter. Even if I don't get many more next month, I'm going to produce the newsletter. I just feel in my soul that somebody somewhere needs this newsletter. It's free. It costs nothing but your time to look at it. And I am positive it will bring light and joy to so many people as it did before. All right. Thank you for your time again and have a beautiful day.